Section 33 of Stories Without Tears. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by April 6090, California, United States of America. Stories Without Tears by Barry Payne. Kind words, said the aunt, are worth far more than gold. They give more real pleasure. They do more real good. Try to remember that, Margaret Ursula. Margaret Ursula said she would. She was a good girl, and always tried to do what she was told. She thought about the power and value of kind words while she was undressing that night, and while she was saying her prayers, and while she was falling asleep. And that, perhaps, is why she had the following extraordinary dream. I tell it as it seemed to her. Margaret Ursula was going down the sunny high street of a quiet provincial town that she knew well. She was conscious that she was very hungry, and that she was interested in what she saw, notably in a cart laden with golden sovereigns and drawn by many horses. The jolting of the cart jerked some of the sovereigns into the gutter. No passerby took the least notice. Margaret Ursula ran after the cart and called loudly to the driver to stop. He pulled up and stared sullenly. You've dropped some of your sovereigns, she said. Run quickly back and get them. I'll hold your horses for you. Idiot, said the man, interfering, fat-headed idiot. Really, said Margaret Ursula, much shocked. That is not a very kind or polite way to speak to a girl who— Don't come begging here, said the man sharply. I've got nothing to give you. She looked amazed. And don't stand gapping like a dying fish. Anybody to hear you talk would think we lived in the days when this rubbish I'm carting away was worth something. The days before people really knew the value of kind words. So that was it. The world had moved on. Compliments and expressions of sympathy had taken the place of coinage. That did not seem to her to matter much. It came as a thing that she might have expected. What did matter was that feeling of hunger. She was amazingly hungry. She turned from the sullen driver and walked quickly on, looking into the shops as she went. Suddenly she stopped. A faint smell of new bread and chocolate floated out through an open shop door. In the windows were displayed all manner of delightful things to eat. It seemed to her the most glorious and noble confectioner's shop she had ever seen. It was a bad thing, she knew, to enter a confectioner's shop one hour before luncheon. But this was such a wonderful shop and she was so remarkably hungry, that she was tempted to enter. "'Wipe your feet, you slut, can't you?' screamed the lady behind the counter, a pretty lady, too, and very nicely dressed, but with an angry face. It struck her now that everybody she had met that morning had looked cross and severe. She wiped her feet obediently and said, "'My shoes aren't half as dirty as your horrible mat.' Margaret Ursula had always been a polite girl, but now she had an overpowering conviction that politeness was extravagance. Shut up, shouted the lady behind the counter. Margaret took a large cake and began to eat it. It was pink sugar on the top and chocolate at the bottom. There was cream in the middle, and the rest of it was hot strawberry jam. It was just about the best cake she had ever eaten, but it made her a little thirsty. Lemonade, she said sharply. The lady behind the counter gave her the lemonade, and at the same time observed that there were some people she disliked on sight. Margaret Ursula drank the lemonade, which was delicious, 
and carefully refrained from saying thank you now that any polite form of words intended to give pleasure had a purchasing value one was careful not to use them unnecessarily the time had now come for margaret to pay for her refreshments she turned to the lady behind the counter and said i wonder if you would mind my telling you what perfectly beautiful eyes you've got i shall never forget them go on said the lady behind the counter and there's something in your face that makes me think that at some time you must have gone through a great tragedy margaret ursula knew that almost all women liked to be told that it seemed to her that these two astounding compliments were sufficient payment and she turned to go come back you swindler shrieked the lady you've not paid for your lemonade dear me what delightful lemonade it was too i think this is the very nicest shop i was ever in i do hope you will make a great fortune in it thank you said the lady and gave one short smile margaret realized that she had paid rather too much for the lemonade and that the thanks and the smile were the change and now the lady continued for goodness's sake get out of my sight margaret ursula left the shop and entered a hansom the horse immediately began to kick furiously his hoofs went rap 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 come in said margaret ursula rubbing her eyes and yawning and the maid came in and drew back the blinds a little and margaret ursula was awake again i suppose said margaret ursula at breakfast that is quite true that kind words are worth more than gold far more said the aunt it's just as well said margaret ursula meditatively that most people don't know that but why well nobody would ever say anything nice to you occasionally said the aunt severely you say things that surprise me margaret ursula End of section 33